Throughout the whole davening, we are talking to Hashem. If so, why do we sometimes refer to Him in third person? There's the part of davening which we say as a way of preparation to the Shmon Esrei. And then there is the Shmon Esrei, which is generally referred to in the language of Chazal as Tzfilah. That is prayer, or the Amidah, as some call it. And then we have the part of davening which is after Shmon Esrei. The basic objective of the part of davening before Shmon Esrei is where we're trying to build up a certain feeling. Is in Hasidus it describes stages, the rungs of the ladder that we're trying to climb as we're going through prayer. In the very beginning, it's a very baseline level. It's called nefesh, Kabbalah soil. A level of where I don't necessarily feel connected to God, but I know this is, intrinsically, I know this is correct. This is, this is my life force. And that's why the beginning is where I just acknowledge God. As I grow further in my prayer, in my development, I move into the state, into the realm of my emotions. Sort of like in a relationship. When you first meet someone for the first time, so you don't really know them, you don't have any feelings towards them. In fact, the basic element of the relationship then is just strictly the fact that you're committed to spending time with this person. But as you develop further, you then begin to feel like, hey, I like this person. There's something that is intriguing about this person. You start developing an emotional attachment. Likewise, every day in davening, we wake up in the morning, there's a certain coldness, maybe perhaps an apathy to our feeling and relationship to God. And that's the very beginning, the Moda'ani, and then in Tefillah and davening, it's the Chaydul Hashem. And as we keep on moving along, we begin to notice that we start feeling things. And therefore, we start praising God. Within the praise, it's a sense of meditation, a journey of discovery, the greatness of God. As two men and two people are dating, they're both trying to explore and understand each other. And through that, it triggers a certain emotional response. And then finally, as we move into the blessings of Shema, we have a certain meditation, which is a certain transcendent meditation. A meditation of feeling ourselves distant and cut away from the physical reality. A sense of being removed. Almost like a sense of being in tune with something higher and greater. Throughout all of this, these stages, we're not yet identifying or connecting directly to God because we're more developing the relationship on a way of sort of myself becoming more comfortable and developing my feelings. After Kriya Shema, when we have stimulated our intrinsic, our nefesh, our ruach, our emotional, and we've even tapped into our intellectual side, the relationship of God has flourished and developed to a point where now you feel you're talking to the essence of God. As we said, within a relationship, as the relationship builds, you eventually feel so close with this person that you start talking to this person within first person, as you're talking to someone you know intimately. And that is the experience of Shemayin Esrei.
So during Shemun Esrei, we're actually say Baruch Atah. We actually speak to God in first person because that is the moment of the intimate feeling and sense of connection. In fact, Hasidus points out that during Shemun Esrei, there is no self. It's not I connecting to God. It's me being incorporated within God as a true relationship should be where the two merge together and create something greater perhaps than both of them. Obviously, within the case of God, there's nothing greater than God. So in the beginning, we are talking about God because that is our meditation, that is our journey to generate our feelings, to generate our intellectual stimulation, awareness, our conscious and subconscious connections to God. And then finally, we come to the place, as the Gemara calls it, the Avda Kamimara, the servant in front of his master. We are literally standing in front of God's presence. And at that moment, we bow. The bowing brings out the sense of complete, um, the complete, in the words of Hasidus, bittel, the complete selflessness, the complete giving over and incorporated and being incorporated within God's um, presence. And that's why when it comes to, to the Shemon Esrei, we speak to God in single person. After Shemon Esrei, we then, we are removing ourselves from that climax point and we utilize that time to enable ourselves to be able to bring that down into a practical application, so to speak, the way it should permeate throughout the rest of our day. And that's, therefore, that tefillah is referred to sulam, a ladder. You're climbing the rungs of the ladder, reaching the heights, but always remembering that at the end of the day, the purpose of why we're here is to bring it back down into this physical world, into this physical reality.